how you doing? How you feeling? Welcome to this week's episode of Search and Report. I am your host, True Fernie. And without further ado, how about we go straight into what I have been playing? Folks, folks, first of all, I've been playing way too many games. Uh, I don't think I did a... Uh, I haven't done a search and report since the uh, Nintendo Direct happened. Uh, but if y'all didn't know, uh, Game Boy Advance, Game Boy, uh, original Game Boy, Game Boy Color games have now hit the NSO app. And I just recently, for the first time ever, a game that I've been wanting to play since, since 2004, since it came out, but I never got the chance to, was Minish Cap, The Legend of Zelda Minish Cap. And I was able to beat that game. Y'all, that game is charming, beautiful, is really, really fun. It's actually kind of challenging, I'm not going to lie. Um, and it just, you know, it made me really appreciate 2D Zelda and just how great uh, those types of games are. And I think we definitely need one because the Switch hasn't gotten one. It got Link's Awakening, the remake. But again, um, I think an original one um, is, is very, very much due for Nintendo and for just the consoles. I think it can really thrive in the Nintendo mainline console now that, you know, the Switch is both a home console and a, and a handheld console. But uh, yeah, I finally beat that. I played it, great story, super fun, just a lot of good times. And, you know, it, it's a weird feeling when you get to play a game that came out when you were a kid, but you never actually got to play, but you always wanted to play. It's just, I don't know. It just filled me with it. Filled me with so much happiness, and and I'm glad that uh, finally Nintendo brought Game Boy Advance games to the NSO app, which was long overdue. These games should have been on the NSO app from the the beginning since it was announced. These are extremely easy games to port. So, uh, yeah. But something I really want to talk about a game that I've been playing, and especially um, you know, this is going to be sort of like a review slash impressions of the. One of the best GameCube games of all time. I, it, you know, it, you got Melee up there. You got Wind Waker. You got Twilight Princess. It came out at the end, uh, you know, the, at the end of the life of the GameCube, but still, it was still a, a GameCube game. Uh, and it's up there, you know, with those sort of games. And it is, of course, Metroid Prime. We got Metroid Prime Remastered dropped, Shadow dropped uh, on the last Nintendo Direct. And it was amazing. I think this is the way going forward for a lot of these games, especially if it's something, you know, that is not essentially a new IP. If it's not something that's uh, a, a new um, a new entry into an already established IP, I think shadow dropping these sort of games, remasters, remakes, ports is the way to go. And especially once you actually like drop them as soon as you announce them, I think it just brings up so much more hype because everybody saw that everybody's like, Oh, it's the top of their mind. They don't have to think about a future date and, you know, try and, and get the game put in their calendar, or they might just end up forgetting, you know, if they weren't even that big of a fan of the franchise to begin with. So I think shadow dropping uh, going forward is going to be the best way moving forward for these types of games. Um, but I waited until we got the, the physical version, which uh, came out on the 22nd, if I'm not mistaken, uh, which today's the 27th. So it's been 
about five days, uh, give or take, since the game released. I know there's been some issues with uh, people not finding any stock uh, physically on stores. Uh, so I think some there were some delays with Amazon shipping. Um, and, you know, I think now Nintendo actually came out and said that they are planning on making more copies of this game. More copies are coming and they're on the way. Um, and also, I'm just going to say this is, you know... Besides the fact, I'm so happy that people are still buying physical games because, yo, you never know, man. Now that everything's an app, now that everything is a, a, a cloud-based, now that everything's a subscription service, you never know when they're going to take these games off these services. So I always say that if you have the space, if you have the means, if, if you don't mind storing these things, these physical uh, cartridges, um, I think physical is always going to be the way to go because, hey... Regardless if, if uh, Nintendo closes the Nintendo Store app, if it co completely stops supporting the Nintendo Switch, you still if your Switch still works, you can still put a cartridge in and you know get to playing. So I'll always say that. Uh, but yeah, I was able to go to Walmart, picked it up uh, without an issue. Um, they actually didn't have it stocked. They had you know they had just gotten the shipment. The dude was really nice enough to go in the back and get it for me. So I appreciate you know shout out to my local Walmart. They're always really nice people, man. Um, I, I really, really appreciate the people who worked at, at my Walmart. They're really, really nice. They, they've always been nice to me. Um, so yeah, uh, I was able to get the game, been playing it nonstop for the past five days. And I just recently beat it last night, actually, uh, for the first time, I never beat it as a kid. And there was just so much stuff to discover in that game. Uh, but I'm going to go over some of the positives from the game. Some of the things that I really, really enjoyed about this remaster, which honestly, let's, I don't even think it's just a remaster. It's its its nothing short of a remake. It's just beautiful. The, the, the amount of work that went into the, this game is just incredible. Um, it is a beautifully remastered slash remake uh, game. I mean, everything from the superficial things like the graphics, the textures, they all look beautiful. And once you actually compare it to the original, you can really appreciate all the upgrades. And I mean, this is obviously obvious, sorry for the redundancy, but when you put it to, you know, you compare it to the original game, you can actually see just how much better and how much work went into this remaster, actually. Um, I actually had to go back um, and watch a video guide because I got stuck at a certain boss um, and you know that video was from the original GameCube game and, and I was just able to appreciate just oh my god just the, the technological advancements that we had in video games the uh, um, just the, the, the amount of work that went into making this game look way much better than it ever did I mean don't get me wrong the GameCube version was still way ahead of its time I mean this was like early mid 2000s and seeing like a 3D game a 3d metroid game um just play and 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 look so good at that time was it was astounding and 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 then just going from that to modern day to what we got um last week is just incredible it just blew my mind retro studios man they are wizards when it comes to this sort of thing and, and i'm really really happy that they're the ones working on metro prime 4 i can't wait to see what they do with that game and it just made me so excited once I beat this game. Um, and also, you know, everything from the detail stuff, like the sound design, um, you being able to see like raindrops on your visor to even being, uh, you know, jump scared by Samus's face 
um, just staring back at you when whenever light flashes in front of you uh, made me appreciate just how much love and care went into this remaster. It was like little details here and there that just made me really appreciate all the work that went into this really short game. I'm not going to lie. It's a, it's a rather short game, but even the care and attention that went into this very short game is just incredible. Um, the music still to this day is some of the most well composed and haunting music. I mean, let's, let's be honest though. Like to be fair, all the Metroid music, uh, holds a very dear place in my heart. You know, I grew up playing Metroid Fusion and the original Metroid Prime. So, um, the music always struck a chord with me. It's, it's just a very, it's, it's the type of music that really it captures you and, and transports you to this really weird really alien world and they, it sometimes really makes you feel alone in the world even though there's baddies everywhere even though there's enemies over everywhere even though there's like really like they're very lively environments yes it's it's a metroid it's a metroidvania game obviously um so it's uh it's a very uh small and encapsulated world but still like every single corridor Every single room is so lively. It's it's the environments are so well crafted. Everything from this remaster just looks so 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 good. And if you didn't have amazing camera controls, you wouldn't be able to really appreciate the environments in this game. Camera controls being also remastered and modernized in this game were such a breath of fresh air. When Metro Prime released FPS games. Um, they were in a very early stage when it came to like controls and, you know, making them as optimized and as user friendly. So um, Metro Prime was never lauded as the best at controls, um, but having dual stick controls for these games were just, I mean, it made me realize just how much they were needed in the original game. They leveled up the game in such an immense way that it feels like a new game at times when you're playing this game. Like it just feels uh, everything is new. You're discovering new areas, discovering like stuff that you might have missed from your first playthrough all those years back. Um, just looking at the details at every single part of the room. It's just it's amazing. And, and it's such a beautiful game. And I appreciate the care and attention and, and also like the uh, I don't want to call it like empathy, but like you know, developers really putting themselves in the shoes of the players and the modern player because, hey, this game is a remaster. It was based off of old design ideas. Um, there were a lot of things that they had to take into consideration coming into 2023. And I'm glad that, you know, the camera controls being so modernized um, were a big part of this remaster and its selling point, its unique selling point. It's just amazing. It's great to me. I love that. I love that they implemented better camera controls and it just made me very, very happy that the default was literally the dual stick controls. Um, and as far as negatives when it comes to this remaster, honestly, I can't think of any. And I'm not just being like, you know, super stuck up, uh, stuck up. <laughs> I'm not just brown nosing retro at this point, but honestly, like, even the irrelevant stuff, like the pricing, uh, is it, just amazing. It's great. Like every single aspect of this game down to the pricing is amazing. $40 for essentially a full-on remaster of this level 
feels like such a steal and a great deal that you know when i finished um when i finished the story it, it just it, it didn't feel like i felt cheated out of anything even though the game is rather short i beat this in like 12 hours um i think if i go back and like actually 100 it i can probably get closer to the 20 hour mark but even that i think is a little too much somewhere around 15 hours um, but even then, like the, the game is so well crafted and so well remastered that it, nothing about the game feels cheap, not even the price. Like it's just quality. It, it's a great, great experience for that price point. And, and, you know, that's just, that's just facts. <laughs> it's just what it is. Um, I, I, wait, hold on. I guess one issue that I did have with the game, um, and this was more so things that were never originally part of. Of the original game so it can't really be that fair to to judge the game based on these uh wants from me um uh, but you know things such as fast traveling going from like save point to save point would have been great or even uh implementing a, a movement speed upgrade would have been way way better because uh metro games you have to do a lot of backtracking you have to go back to earlier areas you have to go to like areas you weren't able to access because you didn't have a certain weapon you didn't have a certain ability so it's a lot of you know traversing the world going back and forth going trying to figure out the best way to go get to that area faster um and you know it it, it can get a little old trying to backtrack the whole you know all the time and trying to remember where certain um collectibles were that you weren't able to uh reach earlier in the game it gets to be a lot sometimes so i think fast traveling or at least like a, a speed move a movement speed upgrade would have done you know wonders to this game but again this th these these are issues or not you can't even take them as issues because you know the game uh these video game elements uh weren't as common in video games back in the day back when the original came so the original game came out so um yeah if anything those are more so like um wishes that i wish uh, again redundancy uh things i wish were part of the of this remaster but again besides that no absolutely no negatives to this game um, overall, this remaster ignited such an appreciation for the Metroid franchise for me that I'm excited um, for the possibility of it bringing new fans to the series. It also made me extremely, extremely hopeful that Metroid Prime 4 will be nothing short of great. And I mean, retro just, you know, just completely blew everything, blew my expectations, just, just incredibly like so much it's insane just how much i enjoyed this game and just revisiting this this old game this old world um this old music this this just beautiful just great a great experience from start to finish and and i really appreciate um the work that retro put into into this game uh but yeah i mean that's basically what i've been playing <laughs> uh, that's basically what i've been playing over the past two or so weeks um, it's been a lot of fun. I really, really like it so far. But look, how about we go into what essentially is the largest part of these uh, of this search and report, which is we just got a Pokemon Presents. So how about we go into that? Um, so there were a bunch of different... First of all, going into it, man, I... Again, this is something that's continuously... 
Oh, I mean, everything surrounding Pokemon, man, it's just, it's nothing but nonstop black and white. People want to put everything, uh, uh, give everything a label. They want to put everything into a spectrum. Uh, Not even a spectrum, it's just a binary thing of black and white. It's not, bro. (laughs) Like, people went into this presentation with so much expectations, especially since we just got, uh, you know, Scarlet and Violet, and we haven't had um, any news surrounding the DLC, which we all knew was going to come. But, you know, with, with... with great just you know justification and, and with good reason, people were expecting a lot from this Pokemon Presents. And again, not to be uh, what's the word? Um, what's the word? When you when you exaggerate things, not to be hi- hyperbolic. Um, this Pokemon Presents was pretty underwhelming. Right off the bat, I'm going to say it right here, right now. I think a lot of people were expecting the Game Boy Advance or at least the Game Boy, uh, you know, Fire Red and Yellow games for the NSO apps, you know, since we just recently got them implemented for the Nintendo Switch. And especially this being Pokemon Day, I think would have been a great, great announcement. Even if they they, they weren't released today, I think just announcing them that they were going to come down the line would have been, would have made this Pokemon Presents way more uh way more welcomed uh, than than it was um it was an okay pokemon presents definitely underwhelming but how about we go over what was actually uh, announced in this pokemon presents uh we got pokemon world championship dates revealed um they're happening in august um and i think they're happening in yeah they're happening in osaka i'm not a huge fan of the pokemon when it comes to uh um anything competitive wise um i just don't find turn-based games uh to be that entertaining when it's competitive um so yeah but i mean we got uh championship dates that's pretty much what they said they revealed some key art um, but it wasn't anything too terribly uh interesting um let me just pull up how about i pull up the uh, pokemon presents um the article where I got this from. I got this from IGN, the good folks at IGN. So we got the Pokemon World Championship dates and key art. Um, as I said, it's happening from August 11th to the 23rd. Um, this uh, this World Championship, it, uh, it, it covers everything from the, uh, uh, the, the training card game, uh, Scarlet and Violet, Pokemon Go, um and a bunch of other things i'm I'm not too sure if they actually do unite i think unite would be a great great addition to these uh world championship uh i'm sure they do include it but i may be mistaken i'm not again i'm not too big on on competitive stuff when it comes to uh pokemon um but yeah we got some key art stuff it's all drawn in very cute japanese style which i do not understand if pokemon scarlet and violet is based off of spain and Portugal, I think, would have been great to kind of like. I mean, it's Yokohama. Um, again, yeah. I, I don't know. I think it would have been cool to have this in in Portugal or, or Spain. But again, they did have it last year in London. So I can see why they don't want to have it again in Europe. So, yeah, whatever. That got announced. Uh, we're getting a Pokemon trading card game, uh, a, a new deck which is not really a new deck it's just a classic one 
Um, they didn't announce when this one is going to come out. Uh, <laughs> but it seems to be... Uh, it's, it's probably going to come with apparently a full-on board. Uh, I guess, I'm guessing these are what... Again, I'm not a huge on the trading card game. I just collect the, ga I collect the cards. Um, here IGN says... Uh, that the Pokemon Company CEO, Sunekatsu Ishihara, um, described this as a premium Pokemon TCG set that will last a lifetime. Um, it's going to be interesting to see what the actual materials for at least the board or are. Um, you know, if this is a, a lifetime thing, I'm guessing it's got to be really good quality. Um, I mean, how what's more, what more quality can you get from uh, cards again? So... Um, I'm pretty sure that we're talking about the deck and everything that comes with it. Um, this is actually really cool. I might, I might end up getting this, um, because I, I really do like the, the classic look of the, uh, the, the Pokemon, uh, cards from the first generation. That's when I first started, you know, buying card games, card, oh God, I can't talk right now. That's when I first started buying Pokemon cards, me and my cousins, um, so a lot of these new uh, old designs really bring back so much, so many memories from those days. So um, this was one of the more exciting announcements from, uh, at least for me. Um, so they, I'm really hoping they they announce this pretty soon because I don't, I hope they don't push these all the way um, till they they're closer to the Pokemon Championship uh, in August. It would make sense that they release it around that time, but I hope it's that's not the case. Um, but yeah, this is really, really cool. Super exciting. I love the classic designs. I really love the classic art. I think it's some of the most uh, ageless designs um, out there for these cards. Uh, we also got a new animation, stop motion animation series for Netflix called Pokemon Concierge. Honestly, this was nothing but a tease. I don't like when they announce shows like this where they announce him like I mean basically teases that just teasers like why is there not a trailer to go with this? Uh I'm still not entirely sure when this one is releasing. I would imagine it's releasing this year and if it was releasing this year, why was there no trailer? At least hey, at least a 1 minute trailer would have been would suffice, but like just seeing Psyduck walk on a beach, whatever. Um, but I am excited. I like the art style. I like the animation style. I think stop motion is 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 a, a medium that's still not well. It's been explored, but I think it's kind of um, not being taken, um, not being used as often as it used to be back in like the two thousands. With uh, I used to love watching Wallace and Gromit. Um, that was one of my favorite, favorite movies of all time. It's just, I, the art style is just so nice. It's so good to look at. And it's just so much more interesting than classic animation. Nothing wrong with classic animation, but hey, stop motion animation is an art of its in itself. And it's, it's I think it's beautiful. It can make um, a lot of uh, uh, stories just pop out it and just uh, grab you a lot more. They're just very charming. So I am excited for this. Not too excited for the story. Like, what are we gonna do? Follow the adventures of Pokemon in a in a hotel? Uh, again, I need to keep reminding myself that Pokemon is for children, <laughs> and and they're not gonna cater to what I like. <laughs> but again, yes, yes, we're getting a new uh, Netflix series. Hopefully, it doesn't get canceled as 
Netflix loves to do in, in like, you know, before it even gets a second season. Um, we're also getting um, Satian in Pokemon Unite. I've been meaning to get back into Pokemon Unite. It's just been really, really hard uh, with just how many games are coming out so early in the year. But uh, yeah, we're getting po uh, the Pokemon Satian from Pokemon Sword to Unite. Um, it's coming. I think it already launched today, if I'm not mistaken. Um but yeah, apparently you can also get a uh, you can get the Unite license by joining the Adventure Insatiens Wield. The event goes from February 26th through to March 27th, 26th. Bro, I can't talk right now. Goes from February 26th to March 26th. Okay? Great. Um you can also pick up a gold station boost emblem using the gift code Pokemon Day. I really need to get back into Pokemon Unite. I really did enjoy that game. I love MOBAs. Um, you know, what basically got me into PC gaming was a MOBA. Yes, it was League of Legends. No, I don't care what you have to say. Uh, so when I heard that Pokemon was getting its own MOBA, I was so excited for like, I mean, I played this game for like, six months non-stop and it was one of my favorite uh games um it gets a little annoying if you don't have a team because solo queuing is the worst in any kind of MOBA. people don't give a fuck part of my french but they don't care about winning and and it's really hard especially since pokemon unite does not have a, a good communication system i wish you could type i wish pokemon unite was on pc i said it i don't care it would have been way easier to type up a message on the little chat box, kind of like League of Legends. That would have been great. But again, you play, you're playing with children. You can't. <laughs> Bro, I, I cannot imagine just playing with children, man, and calling them names. That would have been that would that I mean that's terrible. That is terrible. So I'm kind of glad it's not it's not a reality. But I still wish it was. God, I, I love contradicting myself, bro. Uh, we also got Pokemon Cafe Remix um, getting a Scarlet and Violet DLC. Honestly, do not care for this game. It's fun. It's a fun little puzzle game. But who's out here, like, legitimately playing this game so much that, you know, it's, everybody's excited for uh, Scarlet and Violet DLC. Whatever. Uh, Pokemon Master ZX, another game I do not care about. 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 <laughs> about. I played for it a little while. It's cool for what it is, but... I think Pokemon has so many different games that I kind of it, it kind of annoys me that they don't use these resources to focus on the main game. I understand mobile games bring in so much money, but ah, uh, just annoys me, man. Because there can't be more than ten thousand people pay, playing Pokemon Masters EX. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I, that's a hot take, but I'm sorry. I'm gonna say it right here, right now. Uh, but you're getting six new classic Pokemon trainers appearing in a rally in Pokemon Masters EX. The trainers are Cynthia from Diamond and Pearl, Iris and Nat, Alder from Black and White, Deantha from X and Y, Steven from Ruby and Sapphire, Lance from Red and Blue, um, and a handful of other announcements were made from the game, including uh, DLC inspired by Pokemon Sword and Shield. Yes, I think I do remember seeing Hop and um, uh, Leon. Uh, in, in the trailer so um, that's coming to EX but again who cares nobody's playing that game I don't care what you'll say um, I think this is the second biggest announcement from the Pokemon Presents uh, presentation Pokemon Sleep finally 
finding how when did we when did we learn about pokemon sleep if i'm not mistaken we learned this like at least three years ago if not longer um uh, but yes it, it finally got revealed um it's finally getting a release window for this summer um this is an app that is going to track your sleeping patterns there's a bunch of different sleeping uh pattern apps that you know Follow what you sleep, how much you sleep, how much rest you got, etc., etc. Again, I don't think this thing is going to be fully accurate. I think it's more so just the gimmick or the uh, um, the novelty of it being Pokemon branded. Um, but the, yeah, we getting Pokemon sleep finally. The the meme can fucking die. Ready to move on. Resources that could have been put onto Pokemon Scarlet and Violet, but hope let me hold off because I'll be ca get called a hater. <laughs> but here, IGN says the Pokemon Sleep aims to turn sleeping into entertainment by having players' time spent sleeping and the time they wake up affect the gameplay, letting players wake up with Pokemon every morning. This is a, a cute little thing, honestly, it's gonna be very gimmicky. I don't think people are gonna be using it for longer than like three, six months, to be honest. I don't find, I don't see the appeal to it, but hey, again, people are gonna call me a hater. Just resources that could be used some, uh, let me shut up. Uh, we also got with this announcement, the Pokemon Go Plus Plus, um, a little device that was announced for Pokemon Sleep and Pokemon Go. Uh, this new gadget, IGN reports, is designed to work with Pokemon Sleep and, of course, Pokemon Go and will be available on July 21st this year. A Pikachu inside the device will sing players' lullabies and get friendlier the more sleep the trainer gets. People, kids are going to be popping in Valiums, bro. That's, that's dangerous. Don't do that. Um, and again, why is it Pikachu? Why is it not Jigglypuff? Pokemon, what are you doing, Pokemon Company? What Pokemon puts you to sleep when they sing you lullabies? Jigglypuff. This is Jigglypuff Erasure, and I don't like this. I don't like this at all, okay? But yes, whatever. That's what, what it is. Um, the functionality of this gadget for Pokemon Go is that it will finally allow players to catch Pokemon and spin Pokestops automatically, a feature that's otherwise only been available through third-party alternatives. This is a cute little gadget. Um, again, I don't know how many of these gadgets Pokemon expects people to buy. Um, it just honestly looks like just a pin, a regular Pokeball pin. It, it, it I mean, it, it doesn't even look that good, to be honest. But uh, again, we're getting it for Pokemon Sleep and Pokemon Go. Pokemon Go makes them billions. So, of course, they're going to invest money into developing this damn thing. Uh, but then the biggest announcement of the whole day, the whole morning, I was I was so tired when this when when this thing aired, but I was there, I was watching it with a sour face. Uh, finally, Pokemon Scarlet and Violet expansions have been announced. Finally, these expansions are pretty similar to the ones we got for Sword and Shield, um, in that that we're getting two major story expansions later this year. They're not going to be available till the fall and the winter. If you're, if you're listening to the audio version of this, like I have, I have my, I have my, I have my hands on my on my hips like a concerned mother, like a concerned grandma. With with all the ruckus the children are doing. 
again, too long, too long of a wait, bro. We're barely into spring, and and you announce this, not until fall, bro. Everybody's gonna move on by then. Like, uh, I don't get it, but whatever. Um, the first story expansion will be available in fall 2023, and it's called the Teal Mask, during which players will visit an area beyond the Paldea region called Kitakami. And the second expansion is the Indigo Disc and will be released in winter of 2023 and have players attend the Blueberry Academy as an exchange student. I'm sure they're going to have their own little stories. I think that's as much as it goes. I hope that we also get the Den Raids, the, 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 I already forget the Dynamax Raids, because um, I think the Den was one of my favorite parts from Sword and Shield's DLC. And I hope we get something similar, something that makes... Um, hunting like legendaries, a lot more exciting, a lot more fun. Um, but that was pretty much it. If you want to go ahead and I, I really suggest you go ahead and do this, go and watch the Pokemon presents, especially just the trailer for the end. Um, I think the trailer was super cool. It looked amazing. I wish, I wish the games looked this good and I'm saying, but again, don't, Hey, I'm, I'm gonna get called a hater. If I, if I'm, if I express disappointment, uh, but yeah, yeah, that's, that's Pokemon presents. That's all I got to say. Underwhelming, but at least we're getting stuff. We're getting stuff. Isn't that the, 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 the trend with Pokemon underwhelming, but at least we're getting stuff. No, fuck that, man. Fuck that. I want more shit. <laughs> I'm going to give out the tired ass argument that this is. The highest grossing media franchise in the world. Bigger than anything Disney has put out. And we're getting fucking mobile ass games, bro. That It is what it is. I, I ain't gonna mince my words, bro. It is what it is. But yes, that's that. those are the two things I wanted to talk about. In this search and report, Metro Pie Remastered, great game. If you're able to get it physically, go ahead and get it. If not, digitally, honestly, I think it's well worth the $40. It is very fun. Very, 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 just very well-crafted game. Pokemon Presents, underwhelming, but hey, at least we're getting DLC in the, in the late half of this year. When we're barely three, two months in. Got a long way to go, bro. We got eight months at least. Seven months to wait <laughs> ah, ah! shadow drops baby shadow drops but folks i've been true fernie this has been search and report if you're watching the video version over on youtube on my youtube channel please go ahead and give a thumbs up and subscribe if you didn't like this video go ahead and get a thumbs down because every single bit helps links to my socials are down below please make sure to follow me on twitter where i spend my waking hours arguing about everything and anything gaming uh music sports sneakers basically where i'm spending most of my days and i think i should stop it's getting a little bit too much but uh yeah uh what else what else uh also make sure to listen to this uh podcast over on uh spotify uh apple podcast anywhere where there are pods being casted uh, as the good people over at uh, Games Mess decides, uh, say, um, just search for Search and Report. Our logo is a little Game Boy with the words Search and Report. I assure you we're the only gaming podcast with that name. 
And please make sure to join our Discord server where we talk anything and everything gaming, anime, TVs, movies, and everything that might interest you as my viewer. Folks, I want to give a little short personal announcement. Um, there's not going to be a lot of videos coming up. Um, I'm about to move. Uh, I'm about to move 600 miles. Um, same state. Uh, again, Texas is too damn big. Uh, but still in the same state, but it is a long move. It's a, it's a, a long haul move. Um, so as you can tell from my background, I put away all my amiibos, all my skull collection. And I mean, there's, you still got Tanjiro there. I got a little Pokeball. Um, but I'm basically putting everything away cause I'm moving here in the next, uh, week and a half, two weeks. Um, so there's not going to be probably not any videos anytime soon. I might put out another search and report in case there's any other big news, but I don't expect them to be. Uh, but I, hopefully I'll be uh, all settled and 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 in a, in a better place and in a more stable environment. Uh, nothing that there wasn't anything wrong here. It's just it's been a, it's been a crazy couple of weeks, a crazy month, month and a half. So um, yeah, I, I'm gonna be moving here pretty soon. Um, so I won't have my equipment ready. And then once I move in, I only have like a week uh, where I can kind of like chill. Um, and then I go to PAX East. I'm going to be out in PAX East. Um, that's happening March 2021, 22, 23. Uh, 23 to the 26th. Um, I'm going to be at PAX East on the 24th. Um, that's the only day I'm going Friday. Because honestly, like, this is my first time going to one of these gaming expos, cons. I really don't know what to call PAX East, but... I'm hoping at least, you know, there's some cool stuff to watch. And, and I hope I get to meet some cool people uh, over there. Hold on. I, I printed out some business cards. <laughs> so if you see me, I'm going to be giving out these. Uh, I, I honestly, in all sincerity, I hope and, and I, I wish I get to meet really cool people. Um I I really want to grow this channel. I really want to grow my my gaming channel. Um, this is something that really you know I'm very passionate about. I love gaming. I basically was born with a Game Boy in my hand, and uh, it, it, I'm not gonna lie, it, it's been a little discouraging seeing just how little growth there's been on all channels on on my YouTube channel on the podcast. Um, that's kind of why I stopped streaming. Um, I, I just wasn't seeing the growth. I still appreciate everybody who subscribed over there. Um, Jay, I, I really appreciate that. Um, Ed, you know, he's always in the discord. I really do appreciate that. Um, but it, it was taking a lot of time out of my day and, and I wasn't enjoying it as much anymore. Um, and, and it kind of made me not want to play games a lot because they started feeling like a job. Um, so that's why I kind of took a step back. But again, the lack of growth is, is a huge reason why I stopped streaming. It, it takes a lot of time uh, to stream. Like even even 10 hours a week is a lot of time to put into this and, and not see the growth. So um, I'm not giving up again. I, I'm always going to be talking about gaming, uh, whether it's not even if it's not on YouTube making videos. I'm still going to be on Twitter. I'm still going to be on a forum talking shit about Pokemon. <laughs> so uh yeah i'm never gonna stop this thing because because gaming is is my life it's part of my life it's a huge part of my life um alongside music alongside uh, uh just content creation just 
you know, video, creating in general, creating is something that's very near and dear to my heart. I've been making videos since I was able to check out a damn camera from the, uh, from the college I went to. Um, maybe one day I'll share all the videos I did in college. They were, they're a little cringy, but whatever. Um, but yeah, I've, I've always created, I've always been doing videos in general, taking pictures, um, huge photographer, um, and I just love these things. I love creating. So not quitting, but again, I'm going to be real honest. I hope that me going to PAX East, me making an effort to networking with people, um, putting this out in the universe, I hope this brings up, um, you know, some, some, some results, um, because it has been discouraging, you know, not seeing a lot of growth, but whatever, even if there's no growth, man, I'm still very excited for the future. I'm very excited for what's to come, and and I hope the, I hope the uh, the world, my life, takes a turn. Um, but yes, I really do want to pre uh, give out a huge shout out to everyone who's ever supported me, my friends, my family, uh, the people who watch me, the people who subscribe to me, the people who are subscribed to my channels. Thank you, thank you, thank you for putting up with me. And uh, yeah, but folks, I've been True Fernie. Thank you. Please take care of each other. But again, always the most important thing ever to do is to please take care of yourself. Be on the lookout for yourself. All right. Check in with yourself. All right. All right. Peace. Shout out Pokemon. Hey, Pokemon, look, look in yourself, man. There's a lot of self-reflecting you still got to do. All right. You, you kind of kind of fucking up a little bit, but I again, whatever. Peace. <laughs>